Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Advice Would Be Nice. We are doing something a little different. What's this? An interview with someone? What in the world? Well, this is something that we're very excited to bring to you, that I am very personally very excited to bring to you. We are actually starting interviews. We're bringing guests onto the show. How cool is that, that people would actually spend time with us? Well, it's very special because this is our very first guest, and this very first guest is even extra special because it's no one other than my wife. That is correct. How am I married? Your guess is as good as mine, but I managed to lock down the best woman in the whole world. Her name is Hannah, Hannah Hawkins Henderson. That is my wife. She is joining us as our first guest on this episode. So the way things are going to work, we will interview them, and they're joining us for advice. So whenever we have a guest on the show, their interview will come out on Tuesday, and their advice portion will come out on Thursday, just like we do every week. So thank you guys for tuning in and enjoy our first interview on Advice Would Be Nice. Hello? Hey, I was wondering if I could get your advice on something. Of course, I'm all ears. How can I help? Advice would be nice. Advice would be nice. Some advice. Welcome to the show, Hannah. Thank you so much for being our first ever guest on the show. I know uh, your rate was really high, but I mean, with the bank loan, I think, Jared, we got it done, right? We pulled some strings. You tanked our credit score, but I think ultimately it's going to be worth it. Your credit score? Well, his credit score is my credit score, so uh-huh. <laughs> I'm in Wait, it, I'm in it with you. Why is that? Oh, you guys are married. Oh, you guys are married. Oh. Hey, yo, flash that ring real quick. (laughs) Oh, show the people. All right, right, wait a minute. You know, it might seem that I'm in a podcast studio and, you know, she's back at home. But believe it or not, that we're actually in the same place. I'm in the bedroom and I I kicked her out into the living room because. We're we a good, like, a good 25 space. feet away. Hi. Hi. <laughs> but yeah. seriously, thank you for being our first guest. Like, we're so excited to talk to you and tell your story to everyone. I'm honored. Um, so we we know a little bit about what you do, but not everyone Just a little knows. bit. Yeah, not everyone knows the story, though. Your story, like, what got you to where you are? right now the origin story if you will where does it all begin when were you born what's your social security (laughs) number hey 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 Hey, bankrupting information (laughs) um favorite color okay so hannah you're you're a dancer you're a a (laughs) model technically actress and voice actress because you are in our theme song ah that's my debut that was that was Hannah's voice. That's Hannah's voice. For all of you who don't know, that was Hannah's voice in our in our theme song and my voice. You might have recognized mine because you hear it all the time on the podcast. But Hannah is a voice actress and an actress because we acted in a commercial together. Did you know that, Jay? We did. Yo, I saw that. The South Dakota one with the skiing. Yep. Representing South Dakota, baby. 
Yeah, that was beautiful. Everyone, please go check that out on uh, Evan and Hannah's Instagram. It's a beautiful commercial. It's you made me want to visit South Dakota. It's visit you made South me Dakota. Visit. Exactly. Yep. I think we did our job then. It was literally the best getting to do that together. And obviously, you filmed favorite? in South Dakota. Yes. Okay. Evan's mom sent us like a Facebook ad, and we were like, "Oh, this is probably nothing. This is probably just a scam." And then I looked into it and was like, wait a second, this is like actually real. We should submit. And we made a little self-tape together and sent it in. And they reached out to my agents and were like, we want to hire these guys. And we're like, wow. what? Okay. So yeah, we just got really cool. basically paid to go on vacation in his like hometown area and That's go cool. snowmobiling. They went skiing. I did not ski. But I looked like I was going to go ski. I looked That's very good in the part. outfit. I had yeah. the skis on, but did not go down a hill at all. Yeah, she got um, suited up and everything. And- <laughs> now, time out, because I know to go to Evan's hometown, you have to take a train, a bus, you have to fly, you have to go through three mountains, yes. rent a car, take a bike. Did uh, Did you have to do that for this one? We did do that for this one. Only because we wanted to surprise um, Evan's brother and now wife uh, in Kearney, Nebraska. So we all surprised his mom, mostly. They knew that we we were coming. Yeah. But Fran didn't know. And so we, like, took a little – we did rent a car and, like, took a little detour through Nebraska and, like, got to spend a night with them and see them in there home um we hadn't been to that town yet it's a real small town carney nebraska shout out to shout out to carney carney <laughs> lope up lope up carney yeah <laughs> but yeah so we definitely it was definitely a journey a trek we but went the through commercial nebraska, was beautiful commercial through, was beautiful yes i actually it, everything I turned sh- out amazing i shot an audition on that drive from Oh yeah, Denver to Kearney. So we fly into Denver and then we we drove to Kearney. And in between, like somewhere in middle Nebraska, somewhere, we pulled over at a rest stop and she filmed an audition for me, <laughs> which I think was pretty good. It was a pretty good audition. It was good. There was some like snow on the ground. It was good. Whoa! I didn't get the job. No, but it's okay. We that were on matter. a job though. We 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 got the job. Yeah. We were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no pressure. You just enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like. Man, I'm already on a job. I don't, I don't care. I'm already booked, <laughs> man. It won't hurt my self-esteem if I don't get it. <laughs> I I only took like a month to recover from that one. So <laughs> we're, we're fine. But which, So, Hannah, after doing that acting job, mm-hmm. did that try to – did that almost sway you away from dancing? <laughs> it was a hard – debacle i was going through for sure but no dancing was still is still the main hannah how about we tell people how we met and like what led us to us being married and for for people listening not everyone everyone probably doesn't know the story so let's dive into that (laughs) okay i want to hear your perspective of of how we met what was your your side of things well, we first met at BJ's restaurant and brew house in Burbank. Shout out BJ's. <laughs> Pazuki. Um, it was my, I think like my second interview. I was coming in to the, to the restaurant, you know, a little 19 year old, fresh, fresh to LA. Um, 
didn't know any restaurants around. Uh, wish I would have known some other options, but you know, BJ's <laughs> <laughs> was familiar. You know, we went there in high school all the time. It was like our family spot. And so I was like, okay, I'll work here. <laughs> the most corporate, um, restaurant <laughs> around. Um, it seems good from the outside, you know? It did. But like, usually like all the BJ's around, um, like, Sacramento, which is where I grew up, like around that area, uh, are like big open restaurants. They have like these garage doors. Like they're super, like, I mean, as much as a corporate restaurant can be inviting, <laughs> they're like a little, have more, um, of a vibe going on. But the BJ's in Burbank is like a dark den. <laughs> no, <laughs> you walk in really, and it's just like, it's not good. No, there's no, mm. there's no natural light. <laughs> there's, there's no, um, charisma <laughs> that's true i've never really thought about how there really is no natural light in that building no it's so dark it used to be like this like i think like a club. club um back in the day like some chicago style club i could be completely wrong but anyway but so it was not Burbank built to needed. be yeah it was not Burbank built a chicago style club not built to be a BJ's anyways long story short I walk in like excited to find like to see like this BJ's in Burbank because it was closest to me and it was not really the vibe but did I still work there for three years yes <laughs> but we met at my like second interview he was working the host stand I caught his eye a little bit yeah, you and was like oh there's some cute guys that work here like I could get down with this um <laughs> And then I got hired and like the first two weeks, three weeks that I was there, Evan was not there. And I noticed, I was like, damn, where was this, where's this guy that was working the host stand? I guess like quit. I don't know. Um, and then sure enough, he came back. He was just out of town for a few weeks, like visiting his family for his birthday. Um, and that's when our friendship began. So would you say that time apart where he was gone? That built the suspense almost. Like if he was there from day one, maybe it wouldn't have happened. But you, you created this narrative. You were like, where the hell is that guy, man? Where's yeah. that, that cute host guy? You think it helped? It was part helped of the plan. What? Oh. Yeah, helped a little okay, bit this of is that like, narrative. All these feelings were very slight, like small little things. It was not this like dramatic, like, where's this guy? Like, it was just... You could just tell us. You could be honest. You were you were in love it's already. It's an open free space. You can tell me. I mean, we're already married. It's it not sounds your so dramatic. Podcast, okay. <laughs> I got a little bit of pull around here. I can, I can make the story be whatever I want it to be. But Damn. then, like a year and a half, almost two years later, is when we actually started dating. We were just like best buds for a while. Um, a lot of late nights in the parking lot talking. Yeah. Just like when we just you like, work in a restaurant, you, you close down a place and it closes at like, what, like one? one we close yeah. that. You don't leave till oh. two. So we're yeah. hanging out until three in the parking lot. Yeah. You guys would just hang out there. Just like talk about what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Life. 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 Dreams. Yeah. Love. Like, why did I move to LA? Oh my God. Because both of you guys moved here when you were like 18, 19. Yeah. Y'all mm -hmm. didn't go to college. You went straight to LA. That's crazy. Yeah. I so moved... you guys were probably one of the younger people in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were the babies. And, like, everyone there kind of took us under their wing. 
showing yeah, us we, the ropes of the of the city. There was an older group that was really tight knit that really thrust us into what working at a restaurant was like. Because you know, there's like there's always a group at a restaurant that's really close, and these were those people, and they were a bit older than us, probably in their late twenties. Some of them probably thirty, mm-hmm. and they like we're having house parties and stuff and we're just like 19 20 years old just walking in saying like and there was like a group of us it wasn't just Evan and I we had like a few other people that were our same age and we were kind of like mm-hmm. the like the little yeah. crew that they kind of took around with them to all the parties and stuff BJ's was definitely known for their parties <laughs> yeah BJ's was my college i i spent four yeah years there. that was my undergrad yeah. Is this, a, is this a frat house? What the hell is this? <laughs> Almost. Like well, it it gave like being with the the group. They knew how to party. They were responsible. They're very good at their job, but they knew how to party. And they introduced us to the adult life of of partying out in LA in a safe environment. There is very safe. Nothing's crazy was going on. But we kind of we got thrust into adulthood that way. <laughs> Pause. Um, so a year and a half it took of y'all just being friends. You didn't look at each other like, oh, maybe there could be some, there's some tension even. No, she was looking at me all the time. Oh my god! Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to like, I kept like having to fight her off. I'm like, hey, stop. Like, like, hey, chill out for a second. Let me just figure it out. I just got here. (laughs) Have to find who I am. (laughs) I'm just like living my life, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Also, I need to mention I'm wearing my my hubby sweatshirt. It oh says, shit, hubby, Mister Henderson! Shout out to my sister in law Hannah's sister Haley for getting us these. I love it. Shout out Haley. She she uh she hunts and stuff. Yeah, she does. <laughs> She's a hunter. I should also mention just really quick that I'm wearing my uh, Disneyland shirt that I just got yesterday, and I know Evan really appreciates that. I just wanted this, to shout that at you know what I mean. It this actually one is I a like. cool one. That's a cool sweatshirt. That, yeah, I saw it on your Instagram, and I'm like, this one I yeah. can get behind. Give us That's a little, cool. really? a little stand up. Give us a little tour on spin. That ass. Come on, let me let me see that ass, boy. Wow. Well, like, okay. Mickey and stuff. So try to. Describe That's actually this. really sick. To to the people who aren't watching on YouTube because they're lame and they're only listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you're missing out. <laughs> we have a great yeah. visual experience going on as well. Hey, yeah. We're, we're an audio podcast, but we're also visual. And here's the deal. Um, Evan believes I'm a Disney adult. I don't think I am, but I was, think, I was talking about it with my sisters yesterday, and we were like, at what Disneyland? constitutes – at Disneyland, after we bought all of our like new shirts and stuff, I was like, "What constitutes a Disney adult?" And it was like, "Okay, you have an annual pass." And I'm like, "Yeah, I have one, but like, Check. whatever." And then it was like, "Oh, you buy merch every time you go." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Check. You like Disneyland? I don't know. So like, <laughs> I think so if I you're believe- going like at like more than three times a year, you're a Disney adult. Did I? I would have to agree. Yeah. But let me ask you a question: Is it a bad thing? No, it, yes. it can be. It can it be. Can be it's your not. Personality. I don't Instantly. think it's a bad thing. That's just like a part of you, you know. Damn, it's a part of me. <laughs> <laughs> also, Disney, I saw that you spent family. like you spent like how much on Diet Coke yesterday? Oh, what's uh, it? What was the grand total? I think it was about like twenty-seven in total. Because before I got to the park, I bought a large Diet Coke, and then 
It was about <sighs> four total at the park, and yeah. Do you get like heart palpitations or anything? Or every day? No, <laughs> not really. I think my heart is just a Diet Coke bottle at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my parents, that's my parents as well. My parents eat, sleep, breathe Diet Coke. Really? Diet Pepsi? Oh, yeah. Diet Pepsi. Oh, Diet Pepsi. Yeah, sorry. Why do they like Diet Pepsi? That's just their their vice, I guess. You know what? Everyone's different. You know what I'm saying? We got to appreciate everyone's differences. But like wake up in the morning and like they just want to die a fresh Diet Pepsi. Like that's just, that sounds so good to them. That's literally JR. I'm licking my lips thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, fresh do you DC have one with morning. you right now? Yeah. Oh and you're God. drinking coffee. I saw you drinking a coffee as well. <laughs> yeah, this man goes back and forth. Coffee, Diet <sighs> Coke. Coffee, Diet Coke. <laughs> then you sprinkle some water in there. Uh, sprinkle. Sprinkle. Like <laughs> there's water in coffee, water. you know? <laughs> I think I, we need to do a little health update. I mean, sorry. Sorry, Hannah. Forget the interview. We're, we're just yeah. going to talk to JR. This is an this intervention. Is an intervention. <laughs> i knew it we it's got okay. you take the focus away from me i'm okay with that <laughs> i'm a disneyland adult i drink too much coffee too much di- a freaking co- diet coke and recently i wasn't like i wasn't shaming you for the diet coke i was just shaming you for the 27 dollars on diet coke the 27 dollars is where it gets interesting it's a lot. um you think that's a lot of money a good amount i mean i guess 27 when you're at a like a park or like a um you know, like a stadium or anything like that. Everything's going to be expensive anyway. So expensive. I guess a that's not Diet too bad. Coke, Diet Coke bottle was uh five twenty five, man. Five twenty five for like, like a, just a regular like a bottle. bottle. Yeah, five twenty five. I pay that any day, all day. <laughs> but if you that's get a beer money. at like a baseball game or a football game or something, that's like yeah, it's bucks. Like, oh, probably more, 15. more, yeah. I will say though the, the 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 I went to a Lakers Heat game recently. The the beer bottles were pretty damn big. They didn't have Diet Coke. You know I asked, but they didn't have it. I was like, ah, whatever. What? I'll get a beer. Yeah, they didn't have it. I was like, are you kidding me? But um, I settled for a Michelob. You know what I'm saying? Hannah, if you had to pick one cocktail to have the rest of your life, or it could be beer, it could be anything, any alcoholic drink the rest of your life, what would it be? Probably a margarita. Jerry, you like margaritas? I don't mind them, but I'll say this. I like a little tropical vibe. I love me some rum. You know what I mean? Oh, you like a like a Mai Tai or a pina colada? Oh, a pina colada can mess me up all day, every day. You know I think I could see you as a pina colada guy, for sure. Right? So nice. I and like the tropical It has to have vibe. the pineapple, pineapple chunk in it. <laughs> what do you think this is? Of course. I'm a fancy guy. Diet Coke, pina colada, coffee. That's my diet. And Chipotle, but that's that's a whole other. We're not. Oh, we don't need to. We don't need to go yeah, into that. Not, not right now. I, I'm not in this space. <laughs> Hannah agrees with me on the Chipotle aspect. She she agrees that Chipotle is a a failing business. <laughs> we just said we we're not going into it. Okay, you know what? Then I'll just leave it at that. It's a failing business. Next. Okay. Okay. So Hannah, people know that you're a dancer. Yes. What do you think has been your favorite job that you've ever done and why? I think my favorite job was my first like big TV job, which was the morning show um, with choreographer Catherine Burns. Um, I, that one was really special to me because for many reasons, but I went to like an audition. It was a tall girl audition. 
um, which don't come around very often. Yeah, go tall um, girls. Yeah, shout out to all my tall girls out there. Tall girls. Uh, life is rough out here for us. <laughs> Anyways, it was a tall girl call. I had met Kat, um, the choreographer, once before. Uh, she had seen me at a random uh, training program I was doing like that summer. Um, and she kind of, I don't know. I mean, maybe I was a nail in the audition, but I feel like she definitely like, um, saw something in me that, and like gave me a chance and hired me for that job. And I was 20 at the time, 21 maybe. And, um, everyone else on the job were like hardcore vets that had been in the industry for like years and years. And I was definitely so green and it was very like, just wide eyed, like very quiet, just trying to do my job <laughs> and, um, uh, just watching all these like amazing, uh, dancers in this world. And it really like sparked my love for the commercial dance world. I was very much in like the contemporary realm when I first moved out to Los Angeles. Um, I really wanted to, uh, dance for contemporary companies out here. And I, at the time was on one called mashup contemporary dance company and anyways, it was very much in that world, which was very separate from the commercial world at that time to me. Just, just to um, break it down for people who don't know, like commercial uh, dance work is like TV, film. More TV, right? film, music videos. Yeah, working with artists, live performances. But what was it like, you know, getting on the set for the first time? Because, I mean, JR and I, we've both been on sets before, but nothing like that big. Like when you have... Someone yeah, it was as so big as Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Mark Short. That's yeah, crazy. the more the morning show is like obviously a show on Apple TV, and um, we were shooting at the Sony lot, and like that was my first time like on like a <laughs> studio lot and getting like my like little visitor passes and which sounds so stupid now, but I, I still have them somewhere. I've kept like my no, parking cool. pass, That's my parking lit. passes, and. Actually, funny story, like the day we went in to do our rehearsal, like on set was March 22nd. And that was the date I had moved to Los Angeles, like two or three years before then. So that was kind of like a a fun full circle moment. So that's why I kept the sticker because it said March 22nd. And that was the day in 2017 I had like drove down to L.A. to pursue my dreams. Um, That's so crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. And I'm a big dates person, as you know. So that was like Hannah's a big very thing. good at her dates. She remembers everything. I have like this weird memory that I can pretty much recall like the week or month, at least, definitely the month and year of anything that uh, we did or have done. When was our first date? Ooh. Uh, well, it depends. If we, the, when we went to the movies, it was in September of 2018. Okay, what movie start. did you see? Let me write that down. We saw Tangled. They were doing like a little showing. And it was so awkward. We were so nervous because we had just been friends for so long. And we were like finally starting to like like each other. And like we didn't know what to do. We both were so tense in the movie theater. It felt like we were in eighth grade again. It was so funny. (laughs) It was like, do we hold hands? Do we like. Do I do do the arm (laughs) thing? Yeah, literally. I just felt very. Seeing Tangled. Oh, that's got to be the best Disney movie. Very tense. Who asked who out? To um, the I think it was kind of like a mutual, really mutual decision. I, I think we're just like, oh, we should do something. Yeah. Um, uh huh. Like Hannah yeah, was like, like, God, a... I want to see Tangled. No, that was more. Yeah. Me. We never really did the like. <laughs> we never really did the like. Do you want to go out? I don't know. 
uh-huh. It's like, you want to get a coffee? You, <laughs> you skipped that. You already had yeah. a relationship. We're friends. Right? We'd already been yeah. hanging out and stuff, you know? So this was the first time you guys hung out alone. Yeah. How did we get to here? <laughs> that's wow. that's what happens on this show. We, that we tends take to Also, I just smashed my finger so hard into this little thing, and it's like... Are you okay? Do you need a second? <laughs> Cut me. No, I'm good. It cuts you. I'll beat that thing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get that table, Evan. But we actually, when we like first started officially dating, like the day we started dating, it was just because one of my old roommates, my friend Garrett, shout out Garrett in South Korea, he was introducing us to his friend or something, and yeah. he's like, "What are you, like? Sorry, what are you guys? Are you guys dating?" We're just like, "Uh, yeah." And then we talked about it that night. We're just like, "Are we dating?" It's like, "Yeah." Yeah. And he, I think we were just kind of like, I want, I was like, I want to be your girlfriend. And he was like, I want to be your boyfriend. And then we just kind of like started dating. <laughs> that was, Which just, happens to be her parents' wedding anniversary. Yeah, it was November well. 29th. Yeah. There you go with the dates. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. beautiful. And then I think our first, our first date was before that. It was like early November. We went to the front yard. Like if you're our first like out to dinner date. Uh-huh. And that's where we ended up getting engaged later, August twelfth, twenty twenty two. Let me. I gotta write these down <laughs> in my scrapbook. Obviously, it's just not. I uh, remember them. Okay, so a lot of people listening because our audience is so huge and uh, so many people listen, they just happen to know a lot about you already. But I want to find out things <laughs> that we don't know about you. Oh, we've we've okay. never talked conspiracy theories. What what's Jared, is there a conspiracy theory that you believe in really heavily? You know Well, I feel like most recently the aliens obviously uh was was more confirmed than anything else. It seems else. like it, right? I think it was confirmed. I can't remember, it was like maybe a few months ago um that like the Congress had a hearing and then they determined that they found non what is it? non human biologics or whatever. Yeah, they um, said something like that. I mean, which could mean a lot of things, but it's like... True. I mean, there's a lot of non-human biologics in the world currently. I mean, there's animals and shit, but... Straight fact. What's your take on that, Hannah? Aliens, are they real? I don't know. I don't get into all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, what about Bigfoot? No. Really? I don't I, I've seen some convincing stuff on YouTube recently. I think recently, <laughs> yeah, Hannah, you got You got to parental control Evans YouTube. Video. No, I need my. Screen uh, I guess time. I, I I miss this whole like alien story. I I live in my own world. I am never on up on all the the hot goss. <laughs> hot goss. I'm normally not up to date either. Yes, you are. You're much better than I am. I miss a lot of things. Especially not living with Natalie and Joe and Jonathan. I never know anything anymore. They were my they were my connect. They were they kept, on everything. They kept yeah, they kept me current. Especially Jonathan. That 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 man knows everything as soon as it comes out. God, shout out to Jonathan. I would like try to come home when I felt very proud of myself that I heard about something and at first I thought and I would say it and they had already known about it for days. Oh yeah. Um, Jonathan always knew days in advance. Yeah, sometimes they wouldn't tell me because they didn't want to. They didn't want. They wanted to let me live on my high horse, but um, they definitely <laughs> are, are already new. Loch Ness monster, no one. 
I think that one's a scratch for me. That one, that really? one, I'm, it's too much. I think there's there could be a large animal in that lake, but I don't. Loch Ness monster, a monster, no. But Bigfoot, on the other hand, I think there's potential. Really? So it's better on land than in sea. Yeah, because on land you can see. <laughs> huh? And you know what? Just screw the I mean, ocean I think, entirely. I feel like, I don't know if Loch Ness Monster, but definitely some sea monsters are out there for sure. Yeah, 100%. That we just, like I mean, if deep, you, look up a, ocean. you look up a football fish, those are the most disgusting things you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> There's a those football are real. fish? Shit. You, like the, the, you, the fish in Finding Nemo, like with the light. Yeah. Those That's are scary. Real. Those That's, are real. It's not a conspiracy theory. That's a monster. You know what I'm saying? If you said that was a Loch Ness monster, I'd be like, yeah, that's a Loch Ness monster. That's like an alien. You know? You know what? I, I think Disgusting. for – I can't like really picture it in my head right now. I'm going to test out our, our new feature. Now that I have a new and improved oh. computer. You can't, te- you can't picture the, the fish from Finding, Finding Nemo? I can't. I'm like. I'm, Have you even I'm, seen Finding Nemo? Uh, yes. Oh I'm, wow! I'm bad. Jr. Have you Jr. Have you Disney adult question? <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you Have you asked Evan about the Disney movies has he's seen? Because it's haven't. not very many, and it's very disappointing. I, I, he knows very little about many things, but also like I think I was singing hey. White Christmas. And he was like, "Nope, never heard of it." I was like, "Yeah, he's never Christmas? seen that movie." Uh, nothing. Okay, okay. When did you this know- just become the shit on Evan show? I don't. He doesn't I don't know remember Silent that. Night. You don't know Oh Holy Night. Oh my gosh! I asked nothing. him and his brother. They could name the Twelve Days of Christmas. Jacob, his brother, did much better than Evan, but <laughs> Evan could not name maybe two of them, and he was just making up his own. What were you were saying like? <laughs> Leaping leopards. Knitting. Yeah, just. Ten leaping leopards. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, sorry, I'm making a contemporary version of the song that might be better. Let me try this out. Okay, let's. I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna whip up a little. I'm I'm gonna try this out. What's happening? Oh. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, 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 ay. Look at those teeth. Like, how is that real? But my thing is. Bro, that's an alien. That's a monster. We're that's thinking what I'm about saying. the Loch Ness monster is this massive thing. Look at it. Oh. Aliens are here, man. This is an alien. Oh. Wow, if you're not watching this on the YouTube channel, you're missing out. Look at that thing. It's got an underbite like crazy. <laughs> I th- I think everyone went to a went to a middle school with a guy that looked almost just like this with that <laughs> underbite. Yeah. <laughs> those are those are scary looking. Yeah, I'm sorry I even brought it up, but just to drive home a point, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're reaching the end of our interview time. If Hannah, if you could leave um, a dancer, a, a young dancer who wants to make the switch, moving to LA or to New York or any dance hub in the world, what advice would you give that person? I think the best advice that I received was just you just have to give it some time. Um, wherever you're going, you gotta give yourself a year or two to just like get a job, make some money, train like as you would in any other career. You have to give yourself 
like a base and and time and there's no other career that you can do or be successful within two years in you know so why why should you put that pressure on yourself in an artist in a in any sort of art medium yeah oh wow yeah so i think relieving that pressure by giving yourself a, a year or two to just find a base and then go from there and then what if a job pops up or if you if you just start working right away amazing and if not uh, amazing as well you you didn't give yourself that like time limit or pressure to figure it out right away i just I feel like it gives it gives you so much space to to still grow and learn and figure out what avenue you want to go in like i was saying with the morning show like if that was about two years into me being in la and that was like the tipping point of me realizing oh i want to do this in this realm i've already studied for my whole life yeah, I think like anyone in this industry, whether it's your dance, filmmaker, actor, like you can't rush into things. And it's like kind of like with our relationship, you can't like we didn't rush into it. We were friends first. We familiarized ourselves with each other and then it grew into something because we found our connections. We found our love with each other as friends. And it's like yeah. you kind of have to have that same approach to a career too. Yeah, I think it's one of my like biggest pet peeves. This could be an unpopular opinion, but when people say they gave it a chance, you know, and they, 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 or whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be dance. It doesn't have to be acting or an art medium out here in Los Angeles or New York, wherever. But when you give it a chance, what does that mean? When you're giving it a year or two, like, Mm -hmm. you know, that I, I, I'm not, that's not a career then. That's just something you wanted to try out for a little bit. Like that, that to me is my biggest pet peeve is that language, that language used of, you know what I mean? Yeah. The old Hollywood. I gave it a chance. Yeah. You can't give it a chance. You can't give a career a chance. You know, you got to see it through. It's so weird that uh, a lot of people do that. The TV just turned on. A TV, can you sh- can you shut it? I'm speaking, you jerk. Sorry, no. You what'd you TV. say? No, but I was uh, just talking about this yesterday. Like one of my friends wants to give a time limit to staying here in LA, um, and wants to give it a year. And if nothing happens, then they're gonna move to New York, um, and that's fine. Obviously, maybe there's better opportunities in New York or whatever. But I just think that's so. Um, it's not the best approach, especially it's, to- it's limiting to yourself because then you're not putting yourself in the right mental space to even be successful within that year because that whole time you're stressing and putting this extra pressure on yourself. They have to like make it big or whatever that word yeah. or that language is for you. But um, yeah, and, and like it does work yeah. for some people. And like I said, it could be unpopular opinion, but I just that that limitation on yourself just doesn't leave much room for expansion i feel yeah yeah i like what you're saying too because maybe for someone it would help them just like mentally be like okay i have a year so i'm gonna go all in mm-hmm. like a hundred percent like committing myself to it um but i think for most people i know for myself if i gave myself a year that wouldn't be healthy for me uh, or maybe it could be like if you're just switching like the language of like a reevaluation in a year maybe instead of being like i have to change my life and i have to give up in a year i guess as like i think that's where the limitation comes in to play a little bit but if you like if there's nothing wrong with reevaluating you know giving yourself a year like you said balls to the wall 
effort, full effort works for some people, just like completely like nose diving into whatever that is. And then seeing what in a year, what that does in a year. And then maybe kind of coming back to that conversation of like, okay, are we happy here? Are we moving on? You know, I'm sure you've seen a lot of dancers too. Like, I think their timeline is a little bit more rushed, I would say, than actors probably. I mean, um, yes, there's the like physicality aspect of it. You know, our bodies um, will only move so much for so many years, you know? So yes, there is a little bit more of that time limit, I guess. But I don't, I don't, again, I don't like to use that language, but. Well, dancers just have such a good connection to their bodies that like, I think though in physical professions, I think they last longer than most people, you know, because they have such a good, solid, healthy connection with their body that they make it last for so long. And yes, and, so and there, there is nothing wrong with reaching a point that you want to move on to something else and change the, you know, your trajectory and leave the path that you're in or the career that you had decided at that point, you know? So I don't want to put shame on leaving or changing your ways and, you know, making a different life decision and reevaluating. But I just, it's just the language for me of like giving it a chance and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Everyone's got a different path. Yeah, for sure. But that's interesting though. I think it's, I think it boils down to fear though, ultimately, for sure. you know, and like, that just sucks that a lot of people, like I know a lot of friends of mine that are so talented, um, but they, again, it's tough, but like kind of gave up maybe too early and never saw it through. It, it sucks because maybe they could have had the life that they they really dreamt of, but they didn't give themselves that time or allowed that that time of not, you know, like working a job that they hated just to afford to stay in New York or L.A. Mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, but there is something and, to, again, it's their journey, it's their life, and maybe they yeah. had to leave. Yes, you know, so. 100%, 100%. And, and that, like, uh, again, I don't like to use the word struggling artist mentality is not for everybody. And, like, that lifestyle is, you know, not for the faint of heart, for sure. And, like, it's it's still very hard for me and all of us, you know, every day it's, like, a, a fight, but... I mean, for me specifically, it was, it's worth that fight. And I literally don't have another plan. And I, that was a purposeful decision though. Like uh, back in high school, you know, and my dad was a big advocate for that. Like I just, there is no backup plan. There is no plan B for me to fall back on that. I I don't even have an option to, to go another way because this is the way, like I'm going to make this way happen, you know? And like that is scary, but that, that scare, that, that feeling is what drives me so much though, too, you know, cause like, I have to make this work and I'm going to, you know? And I'll say this, I've, I've seen many videos on your Instagram. So people check out Hannah's Instagram, <laughs> but, um, your dancing videos are amazing. You're an amazing performer. Um, and it's, a lot of people is. are, are great dancers, but like, it's also like, I don't know the way that your eyes are so activated, like you're a hundred percent in. And I think like a lot of, uh, even from what I've seen, like doing musical theater and stuff, like uh, people can be great dancers and technically they're awesome, but the performance level isn't as good as it could be. Uh, but you have that like it factor or whatever that it's like, it's really impressive to just watch you dance. Like everyone, like when you dance, thank I feel you. like you're one of those people that everyone just wants to watch. Not only oh, because you're you. a great dancer, but because you're such a great performer. 
and like you're you're all in thank you that means a lot <laughs> i i mean i mean i, I, I love it it is it it is everything for me <laughs> it yeah, is me <laughs> i've been hooked ever since man i i had to get married to her because she i can't yeah. keep on getting gazed in there <laughs> but i i think that wraps up all of our time to interview so hannah's Thank you so much for joining us. You, you're awesome. Um, I, I hope you know this already, but I love you, and I love you too. You're the best part of my life, Jr. Aww. You're a close Aww. second. Okay. So I was gonna say what the. <laughs> yeah. But we need we need to start this this outro music. So bring that mm-hmm. finger up. We're we're counting it down. Three. Two, what are we gonna two. do? One. One. Start the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just. I think that's our new ending now. I like that that's way. That's what of it is. Things. Yeah. If, it feels fun. That's cute. Advice Would Be Nice is an independent production created by Evan James Henderson, featuring J.R. Gomez. All music is created by David San Miguel. If you're a business owner who wants to have advertisements on the show, please contact ejhpodcast at gmail.com. All advice given on the show is for comedic purposes and at the discretion of the listener to take it.